0: Hello and welcome, Not About Us listeners and viewers. Um, Today is June 18th and we're sitting down for a Not About Us conversation podcast. June 18th,
1: 2021. We gotta uh, specify that.
0: Yeah, I forget that part. Um, But yes, it is 2021 and as always, I'm Brad.
1: And I'm Scott. And this is Not About Us.
0: Hello everybody. Um, Scott, we uh this is our first podcast session since we got back from a trip. Yeah. Um, and so I do want that to be part of our conversation today. Um because there's a lot of cool stuff that happened on that trip. But uh before we get into that, uh, before we get into anything that you might have, as always, it is incredibly important that uh this does not turn into the Brad and Scott show. That this turns into exactly what it's supposed to be, not about us. So would you please invite uh, who this really is about in so we we can get going.
1: Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We thank you, Yahweh. Thank you. Yahweh God, we praise you and we thank you. Praise you. Yahweh God, we fear you and we worship you because you are God. But we love you because you first loved us. Yes. Yahweh God, you have the ability to crush us, to destroy us, and you said no. I love you and I cherish you. And we thank you for that. Absolutely. You are God, we are not. We just we just love you and we praise you and we thank you for for the incredible love that you have given to us. And so Yahweh, I just I just want to thank you myself and I just want to, to reach out with blessings on, on all of the viewers and just hope that you understand how much you are loved and how much he gave for you and how much he cares for you. So Yahweh, right now, I just lift you up mm. and I just pray your spirit reach all of those who are listening right now yes. and just touch their heart. Hallelujah. 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 That's right. Amen and amen. Awesome. Okay. In case people can't see, because he's just out of shot, I got a big kitty here that's been <laughs> loving it. He's just, in case people wonder what I'm doing here. So I'm looking at the camera and people going, I don't know what they see here. Oh, that so. Scott guy doing something
0: weird on camera. Yes. <laughs> Now, the cats Don't you are, want to be in shot? Yeah, you're Don't being you a little, be? uh, a little surprising. Usually, you're like kind of in the center frame here, but I think he's too comfortable right now, right there.
1: But the problem with doing this is the hair is just going. <laughs> and I keep, oh, I, uh, yes,
0: that is the downfall uh, of. I I will always have cats. I love cats, but I am allergic to cats, so I do have my moments of, ugh, I can't have this fur in my face right now. <laughs> but. Uh, Anyway, Scott, we, uh, at the end of May, uh, we traveled to St. Cloud, uh, Minnesota, to meet your uh, longtime friend, Paul Burris, who is also the artist of Spirit Man, and that by itself was enough for me to also be excited to go on that trip. What I was not expecting was to go up there and just be blown away by what is going on at uh, Youth for uh, Christ and Portable Audio and Vision and just all the yeah. all the very positive, good work that is being done to minister and to get people to know Jesus. And and I was just blown away by that um, and also by Paul and his family, the amount of creativity and, uh, yeah. I mean, just walking around their home, uh, first of all, if you're watching this one, guys, thank you for, for letting us be in your home and stay in your home and, and inviting us in and, and taking care of us while we were up there. But also, thank you for letting me tour it and see all this beautiful artwork. And and I mean, yeah. there was one piece in the main room in the uh, in the kitchen that I pretty much was focused on the entire time we were there because it just <laughs> spoke to me. Uh, it was just that beautiful uh, undersea... Um, image that they had that uh paul's wife had painted but then to find out that there was deeper meaning to it that it was actually kind of a a, a abstract adam and eve creation uh story uh painting was just just mind-boggling and wonderful and cool but then you tour the whole house and you see everything else and it's like you look at this wall and you're blown away you look at this wall and you're blown away (laughs) um so man i'm just i was just so thankful for that whole uh, that whole time, and even just—I um, mean, you and I were good friends, but it was also good bonding time. Just, uh, uh, yeah. just driving up because uh, what four—a little over four hours. Uh, well, it ended up being <laughs> <laughs> it ended up being quite a bit longer than that because uh, uh, construction and Memorial Day
1: weekend. Memori- we hit, yes, you know, yes. Didn't think about that.
0: <laughs> no, we did not account for some things that would add almost. About an hour and a half to the trip, anyway. So, um, but no, it was just it was an all around good time, and and but I was blown away, and we've kind of talked about it a little bit too, um, but also a little self convicting because because you look at all this amazing work that's being done, and you kind of you kind of have to reevaluate what you're doing too, and decide if you're doing what God wants you to do, and make mm-hmm. sure you're not blinding yourself to something that God is needing you to do or wanting you to do, and and so I, I took a lot away from that trip, and I wasn't expecting that. I thought we were just going to go hang out, <laughs> go up there, hang out with a friend, do a conversation podcast, and then come home. And so, once again, you know, God showed me that just blew away my expectations. And so, I don't know. Yeah. I thought it was pretty cool. Um, no,
1: I, I definitely encourage everyone if you haven't seen that conversation yet, go back and check that out. Yes. There's the one just prior to this one. Um, but, but it, it, yeah, it really struck me too. Uh, a lot of things that, that happened in there and were said, uh, and, and I totally agree. Uh, it can be very convicting. Uh, it was looking at all the wonderful things done and, and you, you forced to sit back and go, am I, am I paying <laughs> attention? Am I being obedient? Uh, should I be doing more? Right. Um, but I appreciate that. Uh, Because as as we talked about before this, um, and and I bring it up often because it's a book that's really touched me, but The Final Quest by Rick Joyner, uh, he's climbing the mountain of God and growing in levels. And then God brings him back down to the base of the mountain, uh, which is the level of salvation. And he meets soldiers who never climbed the mountain uh, because they had such a heart for the lost that they stayed on that lowest level so they can more easily reach the people who were trying to get on the mountain and help them up. Mm -hmm. And he had such a love for these people who had taken the, the brunt of the attack of the enemy by being on that front line, just, just to bring people onto the mountain and they were wounded and bloodied and battered, but they just, they just kept out of love. They just kept reaching for more and fighting for more. And he's like, he's feeling guilty He's like, I should have done, I should have stayed. And the angels that are with him, the, the, the ones that are helping him out, I'm not sure if it was wisdom at this point or just other angels, uh, but they're saying, um, no, no, you were called to climb. And and you needed to climb and, and help mark the way up the mountain for those who would come after you. And said, everyone has their purpose and their place. Now the question comes in, are you in your purpose in your place? That's where the conviction happens. Right. Are we being obedient? Are we honestly letting the Holy Spirit, you know, have uh, her way in us? Are we letting Yahweh God speak to us? And are we listening? And then if we are listening, are we obeying? So that's, that's what it all comes down to, is our obedience. Uh, not what someone else is doing, but, what does God want us to do? And so that's why I appreciated that time too, is it It forced me into another one of those moments of, am I doing what God wants me to do? Yep.
0: Yep. No, it was, it was uh, special memories now, special trip. And no, I was just, I was so thankful. Yeah. I got to be a part of it.
1: The cool thing is, I think, I don't know if I said this before, on or off camera. So I might've said this in a previous podcast, but we've been trying to get Paul on, on the podcast for a while. And he kept emailing me and he might come down for vacation. Oh, awesome. We'll get you doing it down over here. We'll get you on a podcast. That'd be great. Never worked out. And finally I just went, you know what? I want him on a podcast. Let, <laughs> let's make the effort. He's got a family that moves around. We can just pack up and run up. And I'm so glad we did. Mm-hmm. And, and I think, God wanted it that way, so we could be there, yeah. and witness all of that, and 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 testify and, and video that, and I, I thank God who kept saying, "No, I don't want Paul here. I want you there." <laughs> I, I think you're right. Uh, so I appreciated that part about it. Absolutely, because even even
0: uh, I mean, I was blown away by the uh, the headquarters uh, for Minnesota Youth for Christ, and then. Paul, um, has a lot to do with the portable, uh, vision part of it, but it's portable audio and vision. Um, but even just our, our trip to, uh, St. John's university and just the peaceful walk that we had, um, you know, walking up to, um, there's a little, so, so you have a pretty good walk around a lake to get to the opposite side where there's this little, um, um, chapel and so we had this pretty good long walk and, and i loved it because um you'll see some of my pictures if you watch the other conversation you'll see some of my pictures i took but there it, it, it changed on you you're walking a dirt path and then you have just stumps in place as a as like a walking path and then you have a, a floating bridge on the water and then you're kind of going uphill and you can see the roots of the trees and and i was just falling in love with that but it was also even though uh, you guys were friends in school, um, you know, you have a lot of history. And I was not, of course, a part of any of that. But I felt like I was in a, in a way <laughs> just because even though you guys are talking about those experiences, you're now including me in them. And in a way, it's almost like in this dreamy situation that I am walking and enjoying the, the path and everything like that. It's almost like I feel like I'm there too, you know. You're telling your funny stories and hey, remember this guy and what he did and, and all this. But it's almost like in a way I felt like I was there too, and I just I just appreciated that you guys included me in that and and that I got to be a part of it. I mean, the whole trip was just special to me. And then uh, Paul, <laughs> so I edit the I ed- I edit the the podcasts and so I'm watching the video and there's a part where uh, it shocked you. Uh, but Paul kind of tells a story uh, of his perspective of what happened when you guys first started getting together to do your comic book and whatnot. And Paul tells this story that was very identical to the situation that I faced in, in uh, junior high and high school with that cafeteria. Cafeteria was always pretty scary to me because... You walk in and there's just so much commotion and everyone's sitting at all these tables and they're just all laughing and having a good time and chit chatting. And then there's me, where do I sit? What group do I belong to? I don't have that group. I don't sit in any of these places. And so Paul tells a very similar story to that. And you never want, you never want people to go through that stuff. But when you hear that somebody has gone through that stuff and it's very similar to what you went through, there is a little bit of relief that you're not alone. Yeah. You know, so even though that was his story about a friend coming to him and helping him out, it still once again felt like it also helped me, (laughs) you know? Yeah. Uh, You know, almost 20 years later, it helped me too. Like, I don't know. I just, I I just appreciated the whole thing. And so here, so you're, once again, you have a podcast where people are crying, but... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but, but it's honest. And that's what that whole podcast was about, was about being honest. So anyway, um, I thought it was important to talk about that, but I also want to talk about one thing real quick. Uh, and, and that, real quick, who cares if it's quick or not? Um, we did a walking tour and we were looking at all these uh, pieces of art that uh, his students there were, uh, getting, they were getting ready to do a gallery show. And so we we looked at all these pieces of art that were already there. There were going to be others that weren't there. These were just the ones that were already there and ready. And there was one that we had a pretty lengthy conversation about, but we missed it on our walking tour. We were just so excited about everything that we were doing and seeing, and somehow we missed it, even though we had already had a pretty good conversation about that. So. Um, to that young artist I'm sorry I don't even know your name but
1: I think it was one of the uh, not not the students I think it was one of the uh, the teachers was it
0: one of the teachers yeah well okay I feel a little better that it wasn't one of the one of the students but at the same <laughs> time I still feel bad because your piece did speak to us and and you can probably speak better to this but it reminded you or it had lyrics to a song um, on it that you know, that brought some songs back to memory to you but also then i got to experience for the first time and so you know i just i just appreciate that uh uh that in that simple piece uh you brought back memories for scott but you also introduced me to some uh some new music and some some new thoughts and and i just appreciated that um
1: and And that that brings up something just art in general and and what I try to do with my stories and music and and sculpture and paintings and all of this, um, not just there's individual connections. We've talked about this. I think we, I forget what I say <laughs> in the podcast. What I say outside of the podcast, but I do appreciate the fact that art in general, all of it, uh, anything creative that comes from people. Uh, we, we were in that room, 20 different projects, and I said you could have 20 different people come in. Each one of them would go to a different one and go, this one speaks to me. I can look at everyone in the room and go, I appreciate the quality. I appreciate the artist's vision. I appreciate the, you know, on, a, on an intellectual, on a logical level, I can go, I, I admire that. But on an emotional level, there's always that one piece that goes, "Wow, that speaks to me," mm-hmm. and uh, which is amazing in and of itself, and and I love that. But just what you talked about, and even in this podcast, uh, might be doing this too. This this one this this lady, I believe it was a lady who made this piece, and she she wrote words of a song on the piece that. It obviously spoken to her, and just those words, boom, flash, some flash, a memory in me, brought up something. uh wow, yeah, that I remember that, and it and it brought up that emotion, Uh and in especially in connection with what she had put in this piece of art, and the song was "Find Me in the River" by oh I lost it. Let's find it real quick because we. We had found it and you actually downloaded Delirious. it. Delirious. Delirious. Uh, by Delirious. And as I was reading this, uh, you and a gentleman named Matt, uh, it was Matt, wasn't it? Oh, yes. Yes, yeah. yes. Uh, we were all watching, we were all looking at the same time. And, and I remember Matt goes, Oh, that's a song? Yeah. You know, and and I sang the lyrics that were on there to the best of my recollection. And that opened it up in a new way to, you know, I was like, you could tell he was like, I didn't even know it was a song. Mm-hmm. I, you know, she, he thought she just wrote it on there as something that came out of her heart and which it did. But what touched me in that moment was how delirious wrote this song, you know, how many years ago, 20 years ago, you know, it's come back, uh, on, from this one artist, it touched her heart. So she incorporated into her painting. Now that, someone else is viewing it connecting it with in in met many multiple ways you know one person who had no idea it was a song it was still connecting with him and touching him and you know I, to me it re, it re made me remember the song and the music popped up in my head as i was looking at this piece and and it brought it up to Brad who had never heard of it before either and and i just remember thinking you know delirious wrote this 20 years ago and it's just out there now and it's just touching people for the rest of time in multiple different ways and they had no idea it would be a part of this art project and this person would get touched and that person would get connect and and just and it made me think this project my other writings things that are out there I have no idea who it's going to touch I have no idea uh, how many years later, someone's going to connect this with that, and and something's going to jump up in their heart, and and that that was really impressed upon me the power of this lady's artwork combined with the lyrics from a song from Delirious touched three different people at that moment in three different ways. 20 years after they wrote their song and, and and a few weeks, I'm not sure how long she finished that piece, but now that piece of art will, it's done and that will go out and that will touch someone else years later. And, and, and it just, I'm amazed by the power and the intricacy and the timing of all that God does. And, You know, he knew that was going to happen and he knew it was going to touch someone's life at that moment, disconnected from everything else the creators of those, you know, the combined creators had any intention of doing. Right. I I just appreciate that.
0: Absolutely. And we we won't get into it again, but I've talked before just about this tapestry of our lives Mm -hmm. and the paths that we walk and how God... You know, we'll put this person in our way here yeah. because it was necessary, and he'll he'll block us here because it was necessary, and and just someday when we actually can see the whole tapestry of our life and all where all the strands went and, and the paths that we took and all the things that happened and all the stuff that we're not even aware of, I can count maybe on one hand all the times that I can clearly go, yes, that was exactly what uh, that was exactly from God. I understand there's going to be probably hundreds and hundreds of times where God did something and I didn't catch it. Mm -hmm. And when he can can finally show me when we're together, you know, I'm going to just be, (laughs) I'm just going to be so mind blown. Yeah. Um, But no, you're right. I I just, I, I just one of the things I love and appreciate about God is just how perfect the plan is and all of the things that have to happen to make something like that happen. It just, because then, then you can go even further back. Why did they write that song? Yeah. Why were those lyrics important to them? Uh-huh. Where did they get those lyrics? And then, you know, maybe that connects them to another piece of the puzzle that goes exactly. further and further back.
1: Maybe someone else did something that inspired them mm-hmm. and motivated them. And um, I remember uh, someone saying one time, uh, Billy Graham, you know, how many people has he touched? How many people have come to a salvation knowledge of Jesus Christ because of Billy Graham? How many people uh, had a salvation knowledge but were strengthened in their faith by Billy Graham? How many people has Billy Graham touched? Now, who brought Billy Graham to Jesus? Right. You know, I mean, that person, we don't know who he is. Well, maybe somebody does. but, But who is that person? And think of all the people Billy Graham touched that person has a piece of that because of his faithfulness in that one moment even if the rest of his life there's nothing else that ever happened because of his faithfulness in that one moment uh ministering to Billy Graham in that way and bringing him to Jesus whoever that was uh uh you know he gets credit for everything else you know how many how many things you know, if you're touched by anything I've said, if you're, uh, if, if you listen to the play, the audio play we put out, um, where did the inspiration for that come? And who touched me in that way? You know, if you're touched by that, someone else gets credit who brought me to that place where I wrote that. Right. I, I, you're right. I love the interconnectedness of it all. And we tend to focus on, uh, we, we always tend to put a face on something. We always tend to say, you know, whether we're angry, whether we're happy, we always tend to give credit. We, we tend to give too much credit usually on one thing because we want to focus on one thing. It's easier for us. Uh, yeah. Um, but uh, But you're right. There's, there's not just one thing. There's so many hundreds of elements coming together to touch one person in one way. But, but all of these pieces had to come together in order to make that happen
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah yeah I've seen it in my
0: own life I mean, and not like I've seen every piece of it that'll only happen when I can actually talk to God, but um, I have seen time, I have seen a few moments in my life where it's like in that moment for that to have happened, not only in my life that I would I've had to have made each decision that I made-hmm. And then and this is why, um, you know, like regrets is not necessarily a thing that there are, there are times where I wish I had been stronger or I had been, you know, I wish I'd used my time more wisely uh, in those kind of situations. But I wouldn't change any decisions that I have made because I can look at it and go, if I had done this differently, I wouldn't end up here. If I had done this differently, I may not have a relationship with God. If I had done this differently, mm-hmm. I mean, I can look at those and I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to risk it. I Wouldn't want to touch it. And but it's not just my life. I look at, you know, in order to meet my wife alone, there had to be. There had to be certain factors that not only happened in her life, but in her parents' life. Mm-hmm. There are certain factors that uh, if I had if I had not. Met somebody who recommended me for Unity Point. I would have never even met you, so there we go. Door closed. Would have never even met Kate. You know. But at the same time, she moved around a lot with her family. If she hadn't chose to not move one of these last times, or if her dad had gotten a different job, or it was a place where she did want to go. I mean, all the it's 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 mind-boggling when you actually sit back and logically think about it and how perfect it all is and it all functions correctly if you let it
1: (laughs) i often um i i've wished before i was like oh i wish i could go back knowing what i know now and redo it Mm -hmm. and i think when i'm brutally honest i think no i don't because i would be selfish with that knowledge and i would screw it up yeah but i do i hear you and i understand what you're talking about and i'm not in disagreement with you But at the same time, I also wonder how many times in my life did I disobey? Mm -hmm. And yeah, that might've brought me to this place, but one of these days I'm going to see my life before the throne of God. And I'm going to see God's tears at certain times in my life and go, why did you do that? Mm -hmm. I wanted you to go here. And the realization is, if I would have been obedient at that time, my life would have maybe have ended up a certain way, a different way, but everything would have been better because it would have been in his perfect will. Now, when what you're talking about, assuming that the different pieces are his will, putting it together, and then the pieces might have been difficult to go through, just like the Israelites uh, wandering through the wilderness, Um, they could have avoided 40 years if they'd obeyed from the first moment. Right. And you say, wouldn't it have been better if you'd done what he wanted right off the bat? Yes, it would have. Now, when you watch their 40 years through the wilderness and how many times God had his hand, and worked on them here and worked here and the miraculous things that he did and the things that he brought out and the testimony of his glory, that's awesome and that's wonderful. Um, uh, I don't want to take that away. I kind of go back to, but God did. God wanted them from day one to go, I love you, I believe you, we're not coming back with a false report. Right. We're not coming back with an evil report. We're going to say, you're Yahweh God. We're just doing what you say and we're going forward. And things would have been so much better for them and everyone around them. Right. Um, so I hear what you're saying and I'm not in disagreement. But at the same time, I have to look back on my own life and go, yeah, I ended up here because this, this and this. But there are certain points that I have to honestly go, I believe I disobeyed.
0: Oh I yeah. believe
1: he's upset. And if I had obeyed, things might have been different. But I have to believe that things would have been even better for everyone had I obeyed.
0: Right. And that's, and that's why I say, I, there are times where I go, I wish I had been stronger. Mm-hmm. I wish I had been more obedient. I wish I, you know, but at the same time, I'm also working on just giving more and more of those regrets and and those that guilt that I feel for not doing things correctly I'm giving more and more of that to God because yeah at this point yeah at this point yes I'm gonna sit there with him and we're gonna cry well I cry now <laughs> but yeah. we're really gonna cry and it's gonna be very hard for me when God is, is showing me something that, because uh, th- th- I often think about this, um, how many people will I meet in heaven and go? I hoped in your salvation somehow. Yes, but how many people am I going to go? I failed, failed so miserably, mm-hmm. and and I actually turned oh, I actually turned you away from salvation.
1: Yeah,
0: that terrifies me. That thought that yeah. I that I negatively affected somebody so badly that i turned them away from salvation that that scares me but at the same time i ha- i can't i can't sit there and go i can't let the enemy in and cuz the enemy comes in with guilt he comes in with that that's how he attacks me uh, my depression my greatest depression has come from the times where i have focused on the guilt and i haven't let myself move past it and i know from my own personal experience that when i was at one of my most lowest moments and and i was experiencing that guilt beyond measure god how can you love this creature you say you love me i don't believe it it's not possible i'm garbage i'm disgusting i'm trash that's when he came to me in full in, in you know in full glorious presence for hundredths of a second, but it was still him and it was enough to wake me up and make me realize that's not where I need to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, you know, so yes, no, I'm in total agreement with what you're saying, but I also am trying to give yeah. up as much as that as possible because I know that's, I know that's, that's one of those things that I think everybody needs to do is they need to evaluate how can the enemy get in and attack you? And for me, it is guilt. Yeah. Uh, guilt is one of the one of the triggers for some people it's it's lust so you watch an r-rated movie it doesn't even necessarily have horrible things in it but it starts that process of you wanting to look at something uh for some people it's it's uh, it's it's food you know you 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 you're on a diet and you let one piece of sweet come in and so now you're just "Ah, i want it all you know yeah i mean it, it can be it can be um, you're addicted to a bad relationship. You know this person isn't good for you, but you still keep going mm-hmm. back to him. Whatever it is, we, we've got to self-evaluate. We've got to figure out how can the enemy get in. And that's where we got to. That's where we got to stand and meet him. And, and so forgive me guilt is definitely one of those things.
1: No, I, I, I hear you. And and again, no disagreement with what you're saying. You're absolutely right. But I, um where, where I think what I heard you say is... I wasn't letting myself get past that. Mm-hmm. And that's where the enemy moves. Um, the enemy will come with the truth that says, you're a worthless piece of garbage. Exactly. <laughs> uh, we are. Yes. None of us can achieve salvation on our own power. We all need Jesus. We, the, the truth is all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. If you do not recognize that truth, then you'll never come to the point where you want and accept a Savior for your sin. So it is important to recognize how worthless we are. Mm-hmm. But where the enemy was working with you is saying, you're worthless, you're worthless, you're worthless, you're worthless, you're worthless, and not letting you go any further. Yep. That's where he was ending this Uh, narrative and what Jesus what Yeshua what Yahweh what the Holy Spirit wants to do with us is say that's not the whole story and you need to move past it it's not that we need to ignore it it's not that we need to pretend it never happened it's that you need to know what he did for you and when you saw that glory And it was, I'm put, I hope I'm not putting words into your mouth, but it was the glorious God of love found you worth, worthy enough to appear to, to come to, and, and to reveal himself to, to show you how worth, how much worth you have with him. Uh, Because, uh, again, we're guilty. We're all guilty. There is guilt for a reason, for a valid reason. We are guilty. Jesus with his death and his resurrection took that guilt upon himself. And that is what makes us love him so much is understanding we deserve death and knowing we don't have it anymore because of his incredible love for us. Mm Satan doesn't want us to get to that point in the story. He wants us to stay in the guilty part.
0: Satan wanted me to stay right where I was going, he can't love me. He can't love me. There's no possible way. I'm garbage. I'm mm-hmm. disgusting. And so in order for, for me to understand that that was not true, he had to come to me in a way that was so glorious and so wonderful. But then the problem was, I then got on the, the trap of, but Why? I spent a long, a long time on, but why? I get it now. You love me, but why? And uh-huh. it's taken a long time to, to to work this out that I don't, it, it's, that's, will all be discovered and figured out later. But what's important is he does.
1: Yes. <laughs> you know, yeah.
0: that's what's important right here, right now. He loves us, mm-hmm. even though we are undeserving and, and. And we do belong down yeah. in the
1: gutter. Uh, there's a uh, there's a David Crowder song, and I can't say it exactly here. I'm not. Uh, I don't. Can't even remember the title of the song, but it's uh This is a Holy Ghost party song, yeah. like when the prodigal come home, like when. See, that's where I lose it. Something that you should have learned, or that you, that you learned, but then the next line always stick and this is why the rest of it kind of blanks out because the next line hit me so hard, like being in heaven when you should have burned. Yeah, And that's what always jumps out at me. It, it, that realizing that you're in heaven when you should be in hell should just cause an explosion of rejoicing and praise and love in reply. And, and, and that's it um, for you, for all of us. Satan says, you should burn, and and lets us know why. Mm -hmm. And if he can keep us in that spot where, yeah, I should burn, yeah, there's no hope for me, yeah, I should burn, then he's won. Uh, What Jesus is trying to tell us is, I want to bring you to heaven, even though you should burn. That recognition is always still there. Right. Yeah, you should burn. But he took that upon himself, so we didn't have to. To have it, and and when you when you realize you have heaven, even though you should burn, oh, that should create a Holy Ghost party. That should create a, you know a celebration that just doesn't want to stop.
0: Yes, yes, absolutely.
1: I never know where these are going to go. Yeah, neither. <laughs> I I and this one I think is going to end up much shorter than some of our others because. I don't want to end anywhere this is going, but I just feel like that's a good place to stop this. I'm in agreement. Um, but yeah, I never know where this is going to go. And I felt like our last podcast was so involved with Paul and everything down there. I kind of felt coming into this one like, I got nothing. I'm empty. Oh man, that was still, I'm still working off of all that. But this was really cool
0: and that's the thing that this is, this is the heart right here is just our honest conversations, hopefully spirit led. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that's, that's the heart of this, but we have done a couple of things lately. Um, the conversation, audio drama. We've had Cooney as a guest star a few times. We've had your son as a guest star. Uh, we went up and did our trip and blown away by that and had Paul on and, and, so it almost feels like we we we're, we're setting a bar now where we do have to try to keep surpassing <laughs> and we're not going to be able to. So yeah. so we're going to have to humble ourselves a little bit and come back and remember this is
1: the heart. This is not about us. It's not about us. The heart <laughs> of right.
0: this is is this. And and I hope that um, I do hope that even though we do a trip and we or we do something different or whatnot, people are still realizing it's not about us it is about whatever i mean that trip i th- i think will speak for itself in fact if you're if you're watching this stop right now go watch that one <laughs> <laughs> see what's going on right. see how god moves it's awesome yeah but uh, but no you're right i think this is a good place to to stop this one so um as always we appreciate you uh listening watching um, sticking with us, um, I, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We're just we're just us, and it's not. But it's not about us. Um, and maybe that's why. Maybe you're coming for who it's truly about.
1: Yeah. But as always, I'm Brad, and I'm Scott. This really isn't about us.